except that I don't think we've got Mike. <laughs> well, so, I mean, he's maybe just not joined yet. Let's give him a second. Okay. Oh, that sounds like someone's joined. Good afternoon. Oh, we've Hello, nailed it. <laughs> Episode two, and welcome to Fitness Unfiltered, which we've given the fancy, snazzy, very catchy title of Demonization and Glorification of Foods by the Media. How are we all? I'm very well, and I'm so impressed with that introduction. I'm very well. I'm, like, adequately impressed with the introduction. Oh. I'd expect nothing else, Mike. To be quite honest, I just I don't want to. I don't want to get. I don't want to give you ego about it. I think it's it's a perfectly reasonable introduction, but I don't want okay. us getting ahead of ourselves and thinking, you know, we're amazing at intros just because we've done like one. Like, let's you know, let's take it easy, take it slowly. All right, let's wait for for Mike's week. Yeah, which will obviously well, he has to do it in a Scottish accent though. No, obviously. mine will be no better than Dan's. But I'm just saying, like, I think we need to keep each other in check with the okay. with the compliments. With the right, yeah. okay, noted. <laughs> I'm going to regret that, aren't I? So, yes. what's new? Oh, yeah, sorry, we've got the five-minute um, catch-up <laughs> of what's new. Um, shall I go? Yeah, because, I think you've done um, the most new stuff in the last week. Just Oh, I was going to say, yeah, not much is new, but um, that's a lie because I'm actually a celebrity now. Yeah. I know. By association. Yeah, I saw that. Um, The funny thing was, I had absolutely no idea who she was. And then someone was like, oh, that's Richard and Judy's daughter. And I was like, oh, because I just thought she was a fitness person and like had these books. And like, that's how I knew of her. I was like, oh, she, you know, she does, she puts out good content. She has some good books that she put out. And I knew that she was married to or dating a rugby player. Yeah. And um, you were, of course, talking about Chloe Maidley, aren't you? Who you did a, yeah. um, did an awesome Insta Live with the other day. Um, I remember there was some controversy, and I was trying to remember it while I was watching this Insta Live. I remember her getting bashed, and I can't remember who it was by. I think it might have been by the Daily Mail or something like that. And I'm sure I remember it being a big discussion on social media but and and me feeling defensive of her because i felt like actually i had seen what she'd done and it was good but this is a totally useless story because actually i I can't remember well i think she did get a bit bashed for and i think it was creating unrealistic expectations for women's bodies or something like that and it was just ridiculous it was like and also she was never saying you know this is you know how my body looks this is how your body should look you know very toned physique and things it's like you literally can't win like you get in great shape and people are like, oh, look at you creating unrealistic expectations, you know. Mm. And... People are offended pretty easy, though, these days, aren't they? Yeah, well, they choose to be. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's a real problem, to be honest. And I, I saw actually, going on from that, I, I saw a really interesting um, piece on social media. A couple of uh, friends of mine who are brothers um, were in the Blackpool Gazette because they were in a, um, a BNBF competition. And there was a piece on it in the Blackpool Gazette. And the, the comments were... were pretty positive in in the most part but there was there were many comments and a significant number of particularly nasty negative comments of people just putting things like vomiting emojis and saying that looks disgusting and all of all manner of really unpleasant things um and it was really interesting to actually look at these are these are people and they had stuff on their facebook bios like the nicest person or the kindest person you could ever meet. And it, it struck me as, as, <laughs> as, as 
immense that that somebody can truly believe that they're a really kind good person but it's okay to bash somebody who's in shape because they're in shape so they're fine about it they've chosen to look like that so you can be as mean about it as you like um and as, as negative about it as you like but if somebody went on their profile picture on facebook and said that's disgusting you look disgusting that would would be unforgivable um, yeah. And obviously, I'm not saying you should be able to go on their profile pictures and say that that's disgusting. I'm saying it should be equally unforgivable, no matter how you're talk- uh, who you're talking to. Yeah, and it's one and... of those situations where people think they've got th- this this divine right to an opinion and, and freedom of speech and expression. But there is nothing wrong with thinking through what you're saying and the impact that it might have on somebody else and being kind to people. But yeah, yeah 100%. And I think the obvious sort of opposite example of that is people are you know it's absolutely fine to be like oh that's disgusting look at your muscles blah 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 but if you said oh my god you're so fat that's absolutely disgusting that would be like yeah like you were saying unforgivable like you just would not say that it's a horrible thing to say yeah so just stop saying it to anybody stop calling people disgusting it's just it is not an acceptable thing to do like let people live their lives let people behave how they want to, to behave and try and support them if they're trying to make positive changes or if they're trying to live a certain way. You don't need ever in life. There is no necessity for you to have that outlet of being allowed to call people disgusting. It doesn't serve you a purpose. So stop it. We're just going out of your way to make people feel kind of crappy. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're not that unaware that they know what they're saying isn't going to hurt someone's feelings. I mean, there's we spoke about taking offence and choosing to take offence, going out of your way to be disgustingly horrible to someone, you know you're going to hurt their feelings. So Yeah. The best bit was when people responded and defended them and and the person was saying stuff like, there's no need to get personal about it. You know, how much more more personal can you get about (laughs) than than calling people disgusting? You know, it's it's just, but it's it's like this massive disconnect. And I think it's, this is what is, what is missing from, from the kind of you know the, the 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 body shaming discussion which we will talk about in another episode i'm sure but is that you know it's it it is the equality it's the fact that body shaming is body shaming no matter whose body you are shaming it's just not an acceptable thing to do mm-hmm. and i think people also find that they they think they can say things to celebrities or don't know people on the internet that it's yeah. almost like a faceless thing oh yeah you've chosen to much... put your you've chosen to be in the newspaper you've chosen yeah, to your yeah. Bitch on therefore you have to take this yeah exactly yeah. Yeah, it's easy to forget that these people have feelings as well. Like, in, in fact, when we were on the live with Chloe, like, she has this weird guy that seems to follow her around and just, you know, troll everything she does and, like, you know, make new accounts and all this stuff. And you just think, like, one, what, what a really sad life for him. Like, I almost feel more sorry for him. And she just sort of ignores the comments now. But it, and she's probably so used to getting comments from people that you know like unsolicited comments but yeah you just think like what are you getting out of this (laughs) exactly and yeah it's just a very strange i mean it probably says a lot more about the person making the comments absolutely um than anything else but yeah so what have you been up to mike what have i been up to i have been uh working hard i've been I've just been at the saving lives. Well, I wouldn't go that far, and I would never, I would never make such a bold claim. If other people want to make it, that's fine. But I would never heroes um, make capes. But yeah, Um, I mean, I think it's it's quite a fair claim to make 
given you're a doctor. Well, I'm a GP, you know, and we're, we're heading into oh, flu right. season. We're heading into flu season, so it's 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 busy at the coalface. It's um, it's you know, in, in the deep kind of you know the beginnings of the NHS winter, which is always a bit of a, a bit of a um, difficult time. But you know, it's all good. I've uh, I've enjoyed it. I'm enjoying it. I love it. There we go. We've got a, a brilliant. Actually, I'm going to a conference on Saturday, which we might talk about a little bit about next week. Um, a lifestyle medicine, applied lifestyle medicine conference. Oh wow! Um, on Saturday in London, which I'm very excited cool. about. Yes, definitely a topic for next week then. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we, we're coming up with lots of topics, you know, without even planning it. But I am due to rein us back in because we are on limited time today. Okay, but, but Dan, we do need things. to know what you've been doing this week. Yeah. I've been. I'm actually today, um, I'm mid some crazy... Oh, yeah, 10,000? Yeah, um, just, just a flick on the whole 10,000 eating challenge that a lot of people quite do i thought it'd be a nice flip reverse of that and how we're quite frivolous in terms of food choices when we're thinking about caloric content of foods but actually the equivalent in terms of energy and time that are going to burning off that is um, okay so how are you doing this like right now are you sort of on the bike keeping going to burn well, no, do you know what? I, I did have that in mind. I was going to put on my headphones, but I thought I would sound like a nutter pacing up and down. But generally, th- this is the first time I've sat still. So, what day. are you doing? You're burning ten. You're burning ten thousand calories today. Yes. Okay. And that is that is on your like Fitbit? I watch. Yeah, it's, it's it's not an entirely accurate measure, which we all know with smart devices. But it is the most consistent one I can use. It's stuck to me all day. Mm-hmm. Um, just to give some insight, at the moment I'm on three thousand seven hundred ish. So I've got some right, so work you've got to do. some some way to go. And have you done any actual exercise yet, or is that just from? Yes, yeah. Um, nice long dog power walk this morning, and I've also spent two hours on a walk bike as well as just gen- generally not sitting still and being Jeez. as active as possible. Um, yeah, legs feel a bit empty. I don't know. If, I don't know whether that would be a good idea, but. My goal for about six o'clock is I've got to hit 8,000 by that point, realistically, if I'm going to get anywhere near it. So it's not I'm definitely going to get it. It's just, you know, I thought as well it would offer people that potentially only use expenditure as their only means of, you know, attaining a deficit of sorts. That confirmation bias on my part, unless there's some nutritional intervention there as well, it's bloody difficult. Oh, yeah. I mean, considering you've done all that and you're only on... Is this 3,000 above your basal metabolic rate no no i've included no. that as in um oh no sorry it's on top of my basal metabolic rate but i'm including neat in that as well yeah so it's not above tde it's above yeah okay get you. yeah yeah so I've, I've called it movement so it's not just through exercise it's everything included within that because mm-hmm. um, yeah exercise alone i imagine that would take a lot, a lot of time and energy and effort, which today's going to anyway, but that's not including my, my BMR, no. All right, well, maybe you could challenge me to this and I'll try it next week. Okay. You've just challenged yourself by the sounds of it. Yeah, no, but I mean, you could boost it a bit on social media, you know. Oh, okay. And, I'm just and we can conspicuous okay. by my silence on this one. But that way. means we, we, need to release this, we need to release this soon, otherwise it's going to sound really, really weird. Oh, yeah. People will know that we've been doing them, building them up. Yeah. Mm. Okay, now we can get on, if you wish. Yeah, I was going to say, should we get on to it? Because as you've got like 15 minutes, Emma. (laughs) Yeah. 
Why not? Let's so, start. yeah, I was hoping for a nice seamless link into it, but we're not going to get that, I don't think. So the first thing we kind of agreed we'd want to discuss was this whole bad foods, the whole terminology, moralising terminology around foods. Um, I certainly have issues with this. I feel you two potentially do too. Generally, people want to be seen as good, do good things. Bad uh, has negative connotations, obviously. The whole guilt, shame thing associated to it. And at the end of the day, it's food, isn't it? Well, why do we have to put such an emotive thing against it? Oh, because we've been doing it for years and that's what people do. They, they make food into a much bigger thing than it has to be, which has both positive points and it has negative points. But we, we kicked this off because I, I was in Iceland the other day and I became infuriated. Um, Iceland is a place I often become infuriated for many different reasons. But it, it, on this occasion, it was because Iceland have started doing um, Halo Top okay sorry sorry (laughs) i was thinking you meant you were in actual iceland and just so that no one else is is uh confused by that you mean the supermarket i mean i wouldn't get infuriated in actual iceland like they have lagoons and stuff yeah i know it was i was a bit like uh, it's a country designed to relax you and make you happy like that's its purpose so no yeah the the supermarket okay understood Iceland have started to sell Halo Top and the advert for Halo Top um, was something like indulge your sins. And I just, it just, it triggered me completely because I just thought, well, it's ridiculous. It's indulge your sins. Like you are a bad person because you like ice cream. Everyone likes ice cream unless they're lactose intolerant um, or unless they just have dairy free ice cream. Well, yeah, but yeah, but have you tried that? Exactly, you're not going to like it. Um, so I don't know. It's it just it infuriated me because it is it's it's not only saying um, that the food is sinful in the first place, but it's saying that you should indulge it. So it's kind of encouraging people to think it's bad, but also encouraging people to do it anyway, which is completely at odds with itself. Um, and saying that this is okay because it's lower calorie so it's okay to eat halo top because it's lower calorie it's not okay to eat normal ice cream which they are also selling in vast quantities so it just it just didn't make any sense to me and it's just it's annoying because the more that you i mean i i like again i i don't i don't want to bang on too much about my own journey but one of one of the biggest obstacles in in my way was that kind of those thought processes about food, the idea that, okay, I'm on a diet, so I can't eat cake. I'm on a diet, so I can't eat ice cream. And the realization that I could incorporate a certain amount of that sort of food was a very difficult one to overcome. And it wasn't just overcoming it, you know, by doing it, it was also, it took a long time of doing it, but also still feeling quite guilty about it and thinking this is never going to work. And when you think something isn't going to work, you're less likely to adhere to it. Or if you if you do stuff that is super restrictive, isn't it? yeah, you're less likely to adhere to it as well. So it's kind of like it, it just attacks people in a lot of different ways. And it's again, you know, I'm not I'm not a, a huge fan of being offended by semantics, but this is the kind of terminology that does it, it st- does stop people from achieving what they what they're wanting to achieve. And that does frustrate me. I think, as you said, it's, it's just human nature. We always have to demonise something. It's, you know, sugar is bad, but then yeah. 
you know, that's white apparently processed table sugar, but then maple syrup, which is sucrose, the same as white sugar, is clean and good. And exactly. It's all these crazy, yeah, these, these moralizing terminology that we use, but where it's so deeply ingrained, we're like kind of okay with it. Yeah. So it triggers a few of us, but everyone else just uses it quite commonly. Like, you know, I had a bad weekend this weekend. Yeah. Oh, I've been really good with my food. And it's, yeah, it's just a, it's strange. Yeah, and we, we all do it. And that, that's why, you know, words are really powerful. And we do need to be more conscious of the types of words that we use and the terminology that we use. And I was having this discussion about this with somebody. So they're saying that, you know, the more we're exposed to that kind of terminology, even if even when we don't believe it, um, you, it's, it's insidious. It, it kind of gets under your skin and you do end up, you know, engaging in behaviours associated with it as well. And it's just unnecessary. Agreed. And I think some, I wanted to point out like some foods that I guess people think are bad or not as good. So like one example is like fresh compared to frozen food. Yes. And actually, you know, like not only is frozen food much cheaper, it's not going to go off. You've got less food waste. Um, It can actually be better and in some ways fresher and has more nutrients than it's... um, unfrozen counterpart bought in the shop especially if it was frozen at the you know the time of year where that food is um in season exactly i think we've just lost dan we have just lost dan emma you're right Hmm. i wonder what's happened to him i wonder if he'll come back well you know what they say don't you they say the show must go on okay shall we just continue Let's continue without our leader. Even though it's his podcast this week. some sort of mutiny situation. But I don't don't know how to get him back. And then I also don't know. We can presumably edit things back together, can't we? I'm hoping so, but I'm not 100% sure. I haven't found a way yet. So should we continue talking about that? Because also like tinned food as well. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, you You had an interesting experience with tinned food this week, didn't you? Did I? Oh, yeah, okay. That wasn't great. I was no. more thinking about tinned vegetables because I am. Tell us, just as, as we digress, tell us about your tinned food experience from this week. Um, it wasn't great. So basically, I thought I really like salmon, but it is an expense. And frozen salmon, for me, I don't know your experience of it, but it hasn't. It doesn't really taste the same. I agree. Frozen so, salmon is one of the things that I that I don't go on with. Yeah. No. I mean, it's fine. But it's not, it doesn't taste like salmon. Like, it's not half as good. Anyway, I decided to try tinned salmon. Um, and it was absolutely oh. disgusting. Oh, my God, he's back. I'm back. Dan, we're just talking about tinned salmon. Tinned salmon. Oh, yeah. what the, the calcium goodness of, um, oh, I'll have a side of spine, please. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what? Can I make a suggestion? Yeah. Do you think, can we, should we just go back to where we were when we lost Dan and then just see if we can just cut this chunk out? We must be able to, right? I mean, I hope so. But if not, hopefully everyone enjoyed that little interlude. Yeah. That That's little cool. interlude. No, let's carry on, guys. Let's be unfiltered. Let's, let's make it that way. I don't mind. Okay, it truly is. Okay, so just to wrap up this story, because it's not completely on topic. Um, I had some tinned salmon. I wouldn't recommend it. Um, it did have still the sort of vertebrae in it. It also seemed to have a lot of skin in it as well. Yeah, um, 
but slimy I've, skin and spine. Had, yeah, I've had some feedback from people that said that you know maybe because I bought it from Lidl. And no, no, all salmon's no. like that. All salmon. I've bought it from like because I, I I succumbed to that idea, and I'm pretty sure I tried like buying some from. I definitely have had it from Sainsbury's. Definitely have had it from Waitrose. Oh, wow. Well, I mean, if yeah. Waitrose aren't yeah. doing it right, then we've got no, no hope. Well, no, really. well, we need to try them. It is literally kind of a cross-section of salmon, I think. I'd, I'd also say it's not actually that cheap. No. I mean, it doesn't taste like salmon, most importantly. Yeah, I mean, it, one is vile. It's like the difference between tuna and, and, you know, fresh tuna and tin tuna completely different. The thing is, most people actually haven't tried fresh tuna. So they're like, that's, this is what tuna should taste like from the tin. So you don't mind. Whereas the salmon is quite offensive. This is true. Um, Yeah. So it was still quite expensive. I think it was like £2.90 for a tin of salmon. Wow. Yeah. That is the price of a salmon fillet, surely. Mm, yeah, probably about that. I mean, pro- well, hmm, I don't know. I guess it depends whether you're going to Iceland or Waitrose, really. Yeah. So back <laughs> to our sort of original point. What What are your guys' thoughts as well on, like, organic food sort of being deemed healthier? And it's obviously it's, more It's very much overrated, and I find it's... Um, sorry, Mike, I've jumped in there. It's, it's often... Not at all wellness profits that are relatively financially free and time free that advocate the use of it whereas um just from personal experience working with real life people um that's not really a realistic suggestion and it's not a superior way of eating actually um and a lot of the reasons why people eat organically is because they you know which is true it's reduced pesticides but they still use pesticides to grow those yeah, as far as I understand, and I, and I might not be right on this, but I understand that the, the rules of, of organic and being able to call something organic are like with anything. There is a certain set of guidelines that you have to adhere to to call something organic. That doesn't mean that it is truly organic in the sense of the word or how, how you know, you or I might define it. It's, it means that it complies with the guidelines for organic, much like stuff like free range, like yeah. know, to, to be considered free range the animal has to um, be allowed out for a certain amount of time. That doesn't mean that they are treated well. It doesn't mean that they are um, particularly much better off than they might be in non-free range situations, depending on the supplier, depending on the farm, et cetera, et cetera. So it's kind of like with a lot of things, you, you're, you're buying an idea. You're not necessarily getting the reality. Now, that's not to say that you shouldn't do it, but it's just, it's kind of, it's an awareness that it's not necessarily um, better yeah and you know in terms of I think health and body composition get merged together but sometimes they're separate entities absolutely very important that, you know if someone is cl- clinically obese then that person just losing weight in terms of improving their health markers just by achieving a calorie deficit whether they're eating organic or not that is health um, exactly yeah and I'm not sure there's even been really any evidence to show that eating organic is particularly more healthy i mean no, one of the no one of the i guess supposed benefits it feels organic so it's like oh maybe are you is it better for the environment and again i'd probably say that it's not because if if we all try to eat organic foods 
they don't think there'd be enough food to go around like using yeah, i don't know if like nice. gmo comes into organic or not and but you know if we weren't allowed to genetically modify crops i think we'd probably be in a much worse situation in terms of sort of starvation world starvation levels um yeah I, I don't think... know that. I don't know the answer to that. If I'm honest, like that's that's. I, I don't. I I admit I don't know enough about what organic really. Yeah, I don't does. think I know enough about it. But I did read a very interesting thing today about your climate footprint and either being a vegetarian or eating sort of locally sourced food. Yeah. And I always thought that eating locally sourced food was. Whoa. Sorry, I have no idea what happened there. <laughs> uh, you sound really weird. Oh, wow. Hang on. It's like Dan's falling down the toilet or something. <laughs> that is what it sounds like. It's like it's a cartoon where someone suddenly just gets flushed down the toilet and they go on a kind of toilet adventure. That's clear, isn't it? <laughs> I felt uh, like saying then this is your subconscious speaking. Yeah, <laughs> I just imagined you just sticking your head from just from a toilet bowl, sticking your head up, going, that's clearer now, isn't it? Um, I apologise, I have no idea clearer. what's happening. Is it not? No. Oh, this is annoying, isn't it? Talk amongst yourselves. Oh, wait, I think Mike's gone now. <laughs> I, no, Mike, I, I'm here. Oh. Dan's gone. Right. Oh, Dan is it says two people are recording, but there's certainly three of us. Ooh, Dan's now a ghost, a toilet ghost. Right, I'm, I'm back. Can you hear me any clearer? Okay, you, you sound fine better. now. It's really <laughs> odd because you guys are super quiet and all I can hear is my own voice. That's okay, well, strange. just go with it. Just go with it. Okay. Um, I think that's the theme of today's podcast, isn't it? <laughs> just go with it. Yeah. <laughs> go with it. Let's see what happens. Wing it. What happens? Yeah. Okay, so on the good foods thing, can I just add there, um, because I think it'd be really good for another time, the whole clean eating ideology, because I think mm-hmm. that almost deserves oh, yeah. uh, a little chat. That needs um, a podcast of its own. Yeah, but just, just touched on there, I think um, that, that's a good little start. It's an interesting one because it, it, it's basically the same, but in reverse, isn't it? And it's just, you know, people think that if they're, if they're quote unquote clean eating, then they can do no wrong. And I, I've definitely been in that situation before with my multiple avocados. Um, and but they're avocados of sadness. And that's the, that's the, the sad thing about it. <laughs> is that you, you kind of, you, you're doing this clean eating thing. So you feel very virtuous. So you feel smug about it because you're better than everyone else because you're only eating clean, quote unquote, whereas everyone else yeah. is eating dirty. Um, so you feel smug about it, but you feel miserable because you, you are forbidden from eating a lot of foods. And that's a weird place to be. So you're automatically, everyone wants to do what they're not allowed to do more than they want to do what they're allowed to do. So you automatically want these other foods even more. Um, you're eating quite high calorie food, quite satiating food, perfectly pleasant food, but you can't quite get out of your mind that if somebody brings in a big old birthday cake, you are not allowed to eat it like a child, that you are not allowed. So you automatically feel sad. 
So you you were sitting there eating your avocados of sadness and your beef jerky of sadness, and you're just you're sad. And if you aren't sad, then great, crack on. If that's naturally the kinds of foods that you want to eat, then that's great. But you just there's no, and it's not. I think anyone who follows me on Instagram and sees kind of my Insta stories and stuff like that might think that I fully advocate that you must only eat protein bars. That's all you have to do. <laughs> protein bars. And cake, ice cream. Um, and ice cream. And, and that's not the case at all. But I'm saying you don't ever need to be in a situation where, where foods, certain types of foods are off limits. I think that's what I'm sort of trying to campaign against is the idea that there is, there is bad food and that, that you can eat the, the good food in unlimited quantities, um, which is also not true because we know, we, know, we know that to be the case from calories and whatnot. But, mm-hmm. um, and also saturated fat. Like, you know, we've learned about coconut oil recently, haven't we, a little bit more. And people seem to be a little bit more on board with, with the idea that coconut oil hasn't simply been sent from heaven to allow us to eat. <laughs> in a jar. Yeah, because that's yeah, not processed exactly. at all, is it? No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You make a brilliant point. I guess the especially saying that you know if you're happy eating those foods, that's fine, and that is fine. I think it's the perception of restriction which isn't fine. So if you're happy yeah. eating those foods under the you know the knowledge that you can eat birthday cake if you wanted to, but you prefer to use your calories on avocado, absolutely fine. Go if you it. feel like you can only eat avocado because you know birthday cake isn't a quote-unquote clean food not you know that's not a good mindset to be in and yeah, like you're exactly. saying you will be tempted to eat those foods but i did want to play devil's advocate on the whole clean eating thing a little bit do it because i'm ready it's more like i a, a good example is like the comparison to say toning yeah where we're like okay toning's not a thing and pts are always yeah, like commonly used oh my terminology. God. yeah like toning's not a thing what are you talking about well, actually, people understand what, you know, we know what people mean when they're like, oh, I want a toned physique. Okay, yeah. like we get yeah. what that means. And same with clean eating, like a lot of the time it's just a way people to say, oh, you know, I've cut out quite a lot of the junk in my diet. So I yeah. mostly have a quote unquote clean diet. Yeah. No, the foods aren't being washed with, you know, you don't have to put soap on your foods and people take it to like the extremes. All they mean is that, you know, they've taken out some of the junk from their diet a lot of the time. And yeah. it's an easy sort of uh, yeah i guess it's a commonly used terminology and yeah and context is important i think that's that's the difference is context is important is whether they are talking about you know i eat a mostly um you know it's a short way of saying uh minimally processed whole food in whole ingredient sources kind of diet right Yeah. yeah and that's that's fine but it's just it's that there is there's just something cognitively that is just off for me about calling it clean eating. Maybe we could call it um, like whole eating or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think people say whole foods. Yeah. And that's, that's cool, too. But it's, like the thing is, is it's just people don't know what they mean when they say things like processed. Oh, processed foods are really bad. Well, coffee's processed. And yeah. we're all right about drinking that with a dollop of coconut oil, isn't, isn't it? Like, and actually, it, you know, like, people... milk is processed. You know, like, yeah. most things, a lot of things have to be processed to yeah, make them, exactly. you know, and edible. It's, just, it's about kind of, I guess it's about educating people between the differences between, what you know, what process, what we, what we mean when, because there are definitions about it. Because I did witness a very interesting argument about this in terms of, like, you know, trying to get people to avoid 
processed foods um and what there are studies that have been done on on processed foods but there are very strict um criteria as to what they mean by processed foods and you know things like you know smoked meats and stuff like that which which do have their disadvantages um so it is it is an interesting one i get i get what you mean playing the devil's advocate but i think sometimes we've got to be careful when we use that that simplified terminology because we are generally speaking to a lot of people with a lot of very fixed beliefs a lot of very very well formed ideas that may not be correct um and often we can reinforce those ideas by by not you know going into details i guess yeah and as you said it's it's context specific isn't it so you know very much they stay off your patients or clients that you and I work with them. That, that, that's kind of different when they use that interchangeable terminology. It's when, I, I guess we're referring to our peers when we're, we're like, no, it's, you know, it's an ideology. You're, you're pro- probably promoting something which isn't that healthful. Yeah. You know, you're, you're almost totally disregarding calories, but you're promoting all these foods and that you can eat yeah. in abundance and, you know, fill your boots. It doesn't matter because it's clean food. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's do, uh, let's do another chat on that. And I, I'm very mindful, um, Emma, you've got to go, haven't you? So should we wrap this up? Okay, well, to wrap up, I guess my point I wanted to make about this as well is that with these, you know, good foods, especially, or these superfoods, I think in fitness we get really into one thing. We think, oh, if some, if some of this is good, more is obviously better. Yeah. And yeah. that's never true. Uh, there's always, you know, like a sum olive oil in your diet is probably good having loads no not so good and yeah like we were saying it is all context um but that tends to be the logic that we take a lot in fitness like oh if a bit of this supplement is good or if a bit of i don't know olive oil that's the first thing on my head for some reason um is good then more of it must be better we like extremes don't we we love extremes definitely cool Right, let's wrap that up, guys. I thought that was a good one. I think there's lots more, actually. I don't know we said we, we'd trim that down to half an hour, but there's lots more to be said on lots of topics within that. So perhaps we'll have a lot of chat. Um, and we'll come up with a few new ideas as well on others. Sounds good. But Brilliant. Thank you for your patience as well, whoever does tune into this, if anyone tunes into this. And, I, um... I mean, I think you falling down the toilet was an, <laughs> an interesting part of the discussion. Yeah, we could do an episode on your um, your adventure and what you got. Could you imagine if that, I did the whole episode just sitting walk. on the toilet and I did actually drop my phone in that case? That'd be a story, wow. wouldn't it? Well, maybe that did happen. You will never know. Maybe you're double bluffing <laughs> us, Dan. Yeah, there you go. Maybe I am. How do we end these? I always feel it's really abrupt. Last time I just said bye and hung up, didn't I? You did. Yeah. Well, did everyone again? knows from the last two minutes that we're going. Yeah. So, <laughs> okay. So it's <laughs> okay. just a hard, like, no, you hang up first. No, I'll, okay. Right. I'm hanging up. I'm hanging up now. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 <laughs> bye. The podcast you just heard was published with Anchor. Got something you want to say to the creator of this show? Send them a voice message using the Anchor app, free for iOS and Android. 